Hello, citizens. We come to you today with this urgent breaking news bulletin. The automatons have taken one step further towards conquering super Earth controlled planets. We are calling for more Helldivers. We have a new recruit joining the chat. Salutes to the newest Sony pony amongst the camp campaign comrades. Mike. Of how's course, he's feel? saluting wrong because he's new, so <laughs> yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Like, how's it feel? How's it feel to finally become enlightened? And I feel, I feel superior than uh, when you plugged it in for the man. first time. Did the waves finally like coalesce? Did the sine waves in your brain all all stabilize? Yeah. It was like a Jimmy Neutron moment. You know, it was yeah. like brain blast. You saw, you saw all, the code. All the haptics were just creating yeah, brain brain blasts. As just you were just feeling more immersed than you ever have in any gaming experience. Mike be suddenly became fluent in Japanese and <laughs> found himself wearing he looked, a kimono. He looked down, he was holding a bowl of ramen, chopsticks <laughs> in hand. Well, I did plug it into a Samsung TV, so the Japanese and Korean. the South Korean, yeah, there was... There's some tension, so yeah, there's some, I, I, yeah, I there, there's, the full. there's let's some not get into the discussion on how they yeah. basically serve the same food but call it different things because <laughs> oh, no. well, that, that's canceled. Well, We're canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a product of colonialism. Uh, we'll, we'll move on from that. Uh, but yeah, I feel superior. You see, we're big in Malaysia, which finds that joke hilarious. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like, yeah, now that you uh, have Sony within your system, has Microsoft let you out of their clutches and have you successfully canceled Game Pass? <laughs> I, I actually, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Game Pass sensed a Sony system on his internet. <laughs> the uh, apparently Wells Fargo is, is weird compared to Chase in that it issues different credit card numbers each time a credit card expires. Chase does not. It just gives you the fucking same numbers. New card. With, new with a different date. rear with three with yeah. different rear digits and a different expiration. Yeah, I'm pretty sure exactly. my yeah, my uh yeah, <clears throat> my bank America card usually Wells Fargo. I don't know if it's part of their like kooky banking shit where they're saying that more accounts are opened or some shit like that. I say Wells Fargo uh, doing some more fraud in your yeah. name. Yeah, Mike, Mike they, just yeah, now exactly. has another credit card open. Yeah, so they, they, yeah. They've, issued you, they've issued you this new one and they're keeping the other one hush hush. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As, as they're doing um, sketchy trades under your name. But, so now Game Pass is no more. Oh yeah. Yeah. You've been freed. You have Good walked riddance. right back into New Game Pass, which is PlayStation Plus Extra. Yep. <laughs> I think yeah. I even just got the premium. I mean, I mean when you're brand new, if you're gonna try it, it go feels good. It. But yeah, you gotta, it feels good. Yeah. But what I yeah, what I'm you gotta play gonna... those games though. Always keep in mind. I uh yeah, because yeah, you only you only keep access to them so long as you retain the membership. Mm. I uh. Yeah, this is, you know, definitely off topic, but when it was like a, sometime last year, Sony did like this promotion thing where it's like you could buy in for a year or more at a time at a significant discount for your, your membership thing. So like I'm like locked in at the premium one and saved like a good amount of money, but I definitely think when that expires and I would be forced to re-up. I do think I'm going to downgrade to 
the middle. I mean, the funny part is I own all the games on the premium part that I would want to have access to. The the only difference with the premium is like the classic catalog, and that has by far been their uh, their worst. because there's a there's a small portion they of those provided that they the sell, least though, of that, yeah. because they sold them on the PS4 generation. So you can just get them, you know. Yeah, like uh, like the Jack and Daxter trilogy. Ooh. Yep. Um, but I, that's what I downloaded. Hell yeah! So I saw that. What now? You're oh my god! This. Now that Mike has a PS5, we've yeah. gained access to be able to do so many Sony games now. Yeah. Well, yeah, and Mike's back catalog just like. Just exploded yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so yeah. with that i i am curious what of the like sony exclusives that you've not played what what is like your top what's what's the one that's your you're itching well, to actually get to i bought uh god of war ragnarok because it was on sale um good choice i really would like to play spider-man 2 but it's not on sale so i did not buy it absolutely wait for a sale you're not missing yeah, exactly any, no any, i'm not paying 70 dollars for that fuck that um no yeah i'm totally waiting for a sale so i mean i'm Dude, gonna play, play rift, play rift apart you gotta get you gotta get ratchet you played that apart. on pc i played it yeah i played it on oh, that's right i forgot i i'm i totally forgot that that was part of their recent <clears> pc <throat> Yeah, yeah. Um, but oh but you could play it with the with the haptics of the i mean the, yeah the dual sense now that is true. Um, I want to finish Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, I started playing some more of that this morning, but then was itching to Helldive. Uh, <clears throat> which we will talk more about once yeah. we're fully done, you know, indoctrinating him into the pony lifestyle. Yeah, and then like I downloaded some of the Assassin's Creed like remasters. Yeah, because the real thing course, you should naturally. is that you've got the <laughs> no, no, you've no. got the whole PS4 catalog too, which has some some bangers that never made its way out. Yeah, well, I never like, played like Shadows uh, of the Colossus. Mm, that Shadows Still of the on Colossus my list. and like that. and like the yeah. Last Guardian. I like those are like two kind of like similar ish games that like of that spiritual kind of, successor. Yeah, that kind of era that uh, I have. Yeah, on on I have those claimed from PS Plus and things i want i want to play at one point at some point um, i gotta play foam rollers or whatever the fuck it foam, is foam, foam stars yeah, i told foam you stars now that you got <laughs> I, I five, we it. can all redeem it for free foam stars mm-hmm. channel i'm pretty sure i'm unironically down to try it at some point when when needed i'd be down fuck it i have it it was free it's, yeah think- what is, we all we all have it for free it was the monkey. Ragnarok for... is a good one, though. I think Ragnarok's a good one to go with too. I'm excited mm. to play that. Yeah, definitely. But there's some. Yeah, there's I, then I'm gonna have to get Cyberpunk. Yes. But but Cyberpunk, I'm gonna go like try to find it at Target or something on their. Yeah, sale if you can find after. a PS4 copy of Cyberpunk, uh, you'll find it yeah. for dirt cheap, and it'll be the PS5 upgrade for free. Yeah. So I'm I might go look for that later today because that that's probably what I'd be itching to do. But I want to finish Final Fantasy remake, uh, yeah. seven remake first. I think it's funny because I think I bought the like, <clears throat> deluxe edition of the PS4, which I think comes with the DLC included. For uh, it was like Cyberpunk. before they had like released yeah. the DLC. It was like right at the launch edition deluxe or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The 
I would recommend uh, jumping into that sooner than later, particularly for when's your month? You you do uh, it August. I think August? we're doing that for oh, August, September, 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 yeah, all the way yeah. in September. So you got some time. But yeah. yeah, but I have to I have to play that game for like two hundred hours to get every every possible route and playthrough mapped it's out. It's easy to do every ending. The only one that's tough to do is like the secret ending because it's tied to uh, it's like at like a three quarter point in the game. It's tied. You one you've got to like fully max out your your relationship with Johnny, and then it's tied to choosing a specific dialogue choice. A series of dialogue choices when you like go and find his like resting place um that i like i was like one i was like <clears throat> one uh one dialogue choice off of doing like i almost chose it naturally before i learned yes. about it and then i like as i as i looked it up and learned about it i was like one i made one wrong choice mm-hmm. um and so locked locked me out of that but otherwise for that you can just save before the final that final choice and just reload and do uh, all the different the bloodborne that method. Way. It's yeah. The the only one that's like tied to choices or whatever is is the secret ending. That's it. You can you don't you don't have to do multiple playthroughs to get every. But it is it is still like I'm gonna be at like a hundred hours and you know I am probably one of the quicker. Okay, so mul- multiply by four. You did, more, you did more than I did. Mm-hmm. I like I like was. I, you know, did the full game and did Phantom Liberty. And I think I was only at like 80 hours. Um, I, uh, you know, oh. I, was, I was doing a lot because yours is probably counting. Yes, all the I was about to say you, it's, it's all counting my other you, plays. You, you, you start and stopped. Yeah, which I had about 20 hours in. So, yeah, I'm at 60. So, yeah, I'll end up at yeah. around 80 then. Never mind. I've forgotten that it was counting those other plays. Cause I had done a lot. I mean, I did every side mission and then I, for, I was doing like a lot of like almost every gig until I got towards the end and I was like, yeah, I'm ready to move on. So I'm, I stopped doing all those and the put me, put me at around 80 hours with the, including the DLC. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that would be a good one, but yeah, let's, let's talk about, let's talk about hell divers folks. Like we were, we were, we were like, <laughs> Texting in the chat, oh, like this you is know, what, two straight episodes of Cyberpunk. <laughs> I want to say what's what's everybody's uh, what's you know everybody's story choice for this weekend? It's like Matt kind of like did his little. He's been he's been you know salutes to him you know sal- salutes to him for doing you know being a soldier for liberty, um, you know freeing up the rest of us. He's just been like going through and just like gives us a quick summary of all the news stories that we've collected. And it it's just, just easier for me to scroll through the whole month and be like, okay, here's the big stories I saw. If you see anything else, but add like to it. This this month became it was like the clearest one where it's like, yeah, those are the like the only stories that anybody's talking about, right? You know, it was and like we can give spoilers for today. It's basically it's like it's hell divers, all the other in underneath that umbrella, all the other uh live service the the flops that we hold kind of Lots in contrast of, flotsam, as yeah that we hold say. that we hold in contrast to the outrageous success of hell divers um we've got the fucking um the xbox going third part third party drama and uh shadow of the earl Ur- tree dissection and discussion you know that's those are like the only things that like anybody cares about you know right now so there's plenty of other things that happened you know, a bunch of French Ubisoft employees went on strike for, you know, 
But I mean, the better, French going on strike isn't really news. Yeah, they do that all. They, they, the French do be doing it's this. regular. And good on that. It's like, Solidar- oh, the French are Solidarity. striking again. It's like, oh, it's that time of the month. Got it. But like solidarity with them. Hopefully, they're getting better pay because, as as is proven, like by you know one of these stories, you know the shit that's going on with Skull and Bones is like you know <laughs> it sucks to be an employee at. As much as it sucks to be a player and enjoyer of Ubisoft games, as few as those may be now, it's worse yeah, to imagine be an Ubisoft the, employee. Imagine being the tier of Ubisoft employee who doesn't get the full benefit of like, oh, at least I make a lot of money, even though like everyone hates us. No. It's like, oh, everyone hates us and I don't make enough money and everything Ugh. sucks. Yeah, it's it's bad. But yeah, before we get into all that, though, hell divers, folks, we are enlisting as soldiers for the fight for democracy. Freedom isn't free. It requires a sacrifice, and I am willing to make it. In precise management. Yeah, dude, it's been it's been a lots blast. of friendly fire. It's 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 such an interesting discussion to me because we as a you know as a channel and I think of all of our tastes for gaming would put it would seem to put it so antithetical to the just the model of Helldivers being a live service multiplayer game. Um, But it's like every aspect that would, you know, kind of turn us away has been done so thoughtfully that it is like, you know, as the least obtrusive as possible, you know, server issues not included, you know, the always online function. They they released and said that they went all weekend without server. Yeah, no, I had no problems. And so it, you know, it took them, it took them a while, but like, for all those people caps who up were over 800,000 now, which is crazy to think, like the, considering the, the lack of hype for pre-launch. Yeah, you know, like the one bit of criticism that I, that, uh, you know, that I think can be leveled at them, you know, and it's like in some degrees it's fair, in some degrees it's not. But like you can see the point of view of people who would be frustrated for, yes, it's not a full price game, but the always online bit does suck. You know, you paid $40 and you can't play the game. You know, that's that's kind of hey man. Sometimes companies give you a cool little reimbursement. Like AT&T slipped into my fucking email this morning. And was like, hey, brother, we saw you had an outage on Thursday. Yeah, they texted lasted. Here's here's a nice little fucking five dollar credit for your. Problem. <laughs> well, I, didn't see oh, I didn't even get, I didn't even get that. They just texted me a little. They just texted me a little. We're sorry. <laughs> I got I, Ooh, I got a I'm nice sorry. little email from AT&T saying we're sorry. Here's a five dollar credit on your account. I was like, oh, thanks. Oh shucks! Um, oh, thanks. With the rounding and my math, it's still the same number on my budget. So, w- one thing I'm really curious about with Hell Divers because I know that both Ben and Matt tried to get uh, hard copies, physical copies. They exist. Well, I, dude, I went into the GameStop. They had they had it on the wall when I asked. Can I get a PS5 and a copy of Helldivers? He goes, Oh, they never delivered the copies of Helldivers. Like we never got them. So I I think yeah. well, GameStop, GameStop GameStop is not a real isn't you know, is that's that not true. a real <laughs> yeah. game, game G- GameStop is the equivalent of Marshalls at this point where they just sure, steal shit sure. off the back of trucks and uh, loading docks. <laughs> yeah, all right, that's fair. Uh, I I'll take my so- tinfoil hat off. Then because like I, last I no, checked, I, mean, I could have ordered one from Best Buy and had it by now. The oh really? Say so oh, I haven't been on since I since I've 
you know, bought it. I was on two days ago. When I was looking, looking it was it was just completely unavailable. You couldn't get, you couldn't order it, couldn't pick it up, could nothing, just unavailable. Because it's a it's a similar it was a similar issue I think of you know the server capacity is they didn't expect it to be as popular as it was. I mean, there there is a a legitimate um, Final Fantasy fourteen did it where they ran out of server capacity and they just stopped selling new licenses. They're like, okay. Until yeah, we get yeah, our no, server yeah, shit figured they, out, yeah, they, they no took new it down. Yeah, they took it Sorry. down from from storefronts. I do remember that, and I do remember people bringing that up as points of comparison for this. But you know, all these like it, it is so interesting that all these elements that normally we would be so critical of, they've managed to do it in in somehow the least offensive way possible. Like in general, the the studio head for Arrowhead is like kind of slowly creeping up as like my favorite studio head, like almost reaching Sven Vink levels from Larian. Um, But like, he's put out some like awesome, I mean, he's, they've been very communicative. I I really enjoy some of his sleep deprived tweets. There was was one where it was like, he he was like prematurely celebrating it and then he had to delete it and was like, nope, nope, nope. We're not, we're we're not saying the servers are fixed just yet. Then there's like the quote that I'm I'm finding here, um, where he's like talking about like how uh, you know how minimal the the microtransactions are and how how non really. Uh, I mean, uh, I don't feel compelled they are. in any way to in- engage with the money side of the store. So like but that's the pay, first thing it's they not do, pay right? To win. It's not well, pay it's to not win. just it's not pay to win, but like when you open the store. You don't immediately see currency you need to buy, right? And so you know, quote, you're not immediately bombarded with like, oh, I need to like this. This is how much all this currency costs. And the the quote is, uh, you have to earn the right to monetize. I truly believe that. If people want to support this title, they have an option, but we are never forcing anyone to do so. And it, you know, starts off with this game being at a great price point, right? Of forty dollars, you don't have to pay any extra money. I mean, you could. You could, you know, pay more than $40 in two ways. You could, you know, upfront costs pay for the, you know, like the Super Citizen Edition, which automatically unlocks the the premium battle pass. Or you can do microtransactions to get the super credits that can then un- unlock the premium battle pass or the special like superstore things that are, with the exception of armor, all the other things are just, you know, the helmets and capes are just cosmetic. There are no weapons in that store. And all those things that cost super credits can be done for free. It takes time um, to, you know, earn enough other the other resources to buy super credits with the other in, in-game currency or to find them in the world. So, like, I've we been also saving, don't saving know necessarily what their final endgame uh, live service is. Um, whether or not it's going to be like uh, Amazon's New World, where you just pay the the upfront cost and that's it, or if there's potential like where you know uh, down the line there's paid expansions, or yeah, if it's going to all be baked into the the upfront which, cost and it's just I feel be like new. I from giving them the benefit of the doubt, I feel like that they're not going to do that. I feel like that they are probably seeing enough success and enough. Uh, cash inflow I mean, that that they're the, that... the fact that they sold as much as they did when they definitely weren't expecting that means that they have an influx of uh, capital to work with right now yeah. 
that they probably there's, there's weren't a expecting. Surplus. Yeah. Um, they're a small but company I do, too. I think that's part of it. Yeah, they're they're about a hundred people, and I do think if they did sell expansions, that's not that doesn't put me off. I'm I'm okay with them expansions are just that. DLC. My issue always comes with the like the uh, the MMO model where it's the expansion and you have to pay a subscription on top of everything constantly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like I'm not I'm not keen on subscription service style games but because just, then it's just, like the longer you take the more you're hurting your wallet. I feel like they're not going to do that though with how the this the global war campaign aspect works the the like the kind of MMO aspect of this game of of having everybody we, we, we were part of contributing. Yeah, it's like that's the thing is they're not going to gate that off, right? They're not going to gate that off to whoever is is willing to pay for it. I don't think that that would work. I think they would have to tune that back so so much to uh, scale it to just the people who are buying it. It's like all like we basically know that there's going to be at least one more faction that's introduced. Like if you look at the map, the 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 like the universe map or the galaxy map, yeah. um, there's like at least one, if not two, other like you know whole sectors that just you know aren't even touched at this point so there's from the original game we know that there's one other there is one other faction to be introduced and they may introduce a a whole new one as well and yeah so one the latest update from from arrowhead i think was just today or maybe last night but like i think matt said it this morning is like that so they're celebrating you know them being able to achieve stable servers for this this uh this last weekend has now allowed them to start shifting into the actual development cycle yeah, that they the, the, yeah to going into the actual uh roadmap of of continued development so and again there's a lot there's a lot that we as you know we as players here on the channel have yet to see right there are plenty of mission types and difficulty levels that we have not even scraped the surface on yet though so we we gotta level we gotta level the rest of the boys up to 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 be able to attempt some some uh, more challenging missions but just in terms of like i think game, i'm level seven now yeah were you grinding some more last night or are you or, or no this, this morning? morning yeah this morning when andrew and i were playing uh it's uh but it's it's even just so the core gameplay loop is just uh, very enjoyable. Like they they somehow managed to even do things like procedural generation well. The you know the again it's like every aspect that we would be critical of in any like basically any other game. Is it just because we're ponies? You know, is that it? <laughs> is that I mean, it? There, there, there was a great it, meme like right on okay like the launch it. weekend or like right after where it was like Sony. Oh, we're gonna try to make some games as a service titles and hope that like one of them sticks eventually like releases first one and it sticks immediately yeah well it's i really think the success beyond it being some really smart design um it's just the tone the tone is just incredible i mean they've said it in uh interviews or whatnot where it was like we've we, we've made sure to capture the comedic element but still bring forward that like satirical fish uh fascist style you know, Starship Troopers, 
It's actually it's, kind of funny because they ate. There was a Starship Troopers game that came out last year, or the like oh, at the yeah. end of the year before. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it's yeah. getting its absolute shit pushed in right now by not <laughs> Starship Troopers, by legally distinct Starship Troopers. Yeah, um, it's. Uh, I like how they can get away with calling them Terminids too, which are really close to you know Tyranids. Yeah, yeah the, the designs are are definitely closer to Tyranids than they are than they are the 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 starship troopers thugs but uh yeah we are we we have enlisted in the fight for democracy and we will continue playing and continue leveling up and i can't i i I just can't wait to unlock the railgun always always be railgunning can't wait putting it in unsafe mode Mm-hmm. I can I can legally disclaim that as an engineer, I do not confirm or deny the existence of a railgun. <laughs> uh, it's just it's been a blast, and you know what I'm going to be interested to see for us is like how how we stick with it. Uh, you know, we're we're in a we're in a it released I think in a fortuitous time. You know, everyone's saying, "Oh, yeah, February is, uh, you know, is proving again to be, you know, uh, you know, a crazy month." But like for me, it's like, I think what it's I think held February has turned and... into a crazy month thing is more us manifesting it than it being an actual trend. Well, it's because the I other games we just that had a couple out... good Februarys, and now we're like, "Yo, February is the month for gaming." Well, here they they released a lot of stuff, and two of the ones are the ones that we already alluded to that you know just absolutely yeah, man, ter- Suicide terrible, Squad, terrible games. Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, and fucking Skull and Bones are just like you know fucking uh, Arkham Arkham Knight was uh, and like an eleven year old game is getting more players than Suicide Squad consistently. I mean, the funny part was Helldivers <laughs> One had more concurrent players on a Friday night than Suicide Squad. Did you uh, did you guys see like the? I don't think Zaslav himself has has stepped in to say anything about it um i just they said it was some... disappointing well i don't yeah, think he, he was the one who he was he the one who I, said it i thought I it was like the did. cfo it was or on something. an earnings call it might have been might have been it was the a, CFO. i think it was, it was another it was an executive suite yeah it was yeah. another executive but i don't think it was zaslav i don't think it was the grim reaper himself but uh <laughs> that fucking guy um i would have his scythe though <laughs> yeah it's uh it's like the i'm doing the huh shucks you don't say uh you know they're saying it, it failed to meet expectations and it's like what the fuck did you expect yeah and i mean here's here's the thing that i think really helped hell divers which is the price point like i don't i don't think that dollars is uninvasive yeah for, i don't uh, think that's a an, chance game that you might not know you need like, what do you what not do you mean that. what do you mean skull and bones is the first quadruple a game and doesn't it show <laughs> it that's worth 70 dollars but in that it's still providing the same near experience of the $70 live service games. Like that's the thing, like it's still providing the same type of experience that you're getting in whatever you want to play as a live service at the moment, but it's initially cheaper. And on top of that, the in-game microtransactions don't further drain your wallet to feel like you're accomplishing you know anything in the game a comparison point too is uh just for like the uninitiated i'm pretty sure 40 dollars was the cost of a nintendo ds game back in the day mm-hmm. 40 was the ps2 game the, price think 
think about the the scope difference in what you're getting for and i mean that's also 40 dollars of 2008 money yeah it's a, which it's was also taking inflation into, into i got i got a lot of hours out of pokemon diamond and pearl oh absolutely so. i'm just saying like Think of like the difference of what you're getting for forty dollars, though, in this package. You know, just from a yeah, technical yeah. standpoint. Yeah. No, it's a fantastic deal. I actually thought it was hilarious when I found out it's built on Archaic Engine, the uh, the Vermintide Engine. Oh. Uh, huh. It's, like, it's, a, it's a defunct engine that hasn't received <clears throat> updates since like 2019. So their engineers were working with outdated engine to make it function yeah. proper. I had seen that. I did not know it was the same. Yeah, it's as, the Vermintide engine. Vermintide. That's interesting. Which means that it is possible to make Vermintide run without being shit. <laughs> well, I think one of the good things about Vermintide is the hordes, which which this is game why does it makes well sense too. to me. Once I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah. there, there's yeah. why it's because the horde uh, aspect of it works. Uh, and like a as you play through Helldivers and you see like the mission types, like there is not probably there's probably just a bit more diversity in mission types than um, I I guess that's actually probably unfair to Helldivers. I would say the what well, is still understandably a limited variety of mission types still eclipses like the three mission types you get in in Suicide Squad. Go and shoot thing. Go and defend thing go and defend moving thing and that's it and they're uh, all pink and purple and you're shooting yeah purple zits the whole time whereas like there are more <clears throat> missions and yes if you play enough you'll see that when you go from the the bugs to the bots they're they're the same mission types but have been kind of reskinned but also slight there I mean, are slight the, the mechanical differences element but to, they're, to levels. they're they're tonally completely different as well as then yeah. how the game the game uh plays is completely different because when we the play styles on a bug planet are completely uh, different speaking like the reporter from starship troopers it's an ugly planet a bug planet <laughs> when we drop down on a bug planet i'm ready for liberty and liberating and destroying bugs and i'm here to do it when we drop down on a, an automaton planet it is fucking like mask on like it's the music it's, it's, in the background. Yeah, it's we the are. it's the meme. It's the meme of like the kids singing singing the song on the on the bug planet, and then the sweat the sweaty guy <laughs> just mashing keys on the bot yeah. planet. <clears throat> like absolutely, that's the you know that's the difference. So it's you know they I'm succeed. Actually glad to see in one of the more recent updates they uh, toned back the the leveling on the the bot escorts. Like I was, I was saying to Mike before you two logged in. It's like so level level one and two bot missions are exclusively the the escort ones where you're getting people to the yeah to the ship to the to the escape ship. Um, those are harder than level three and up missions on on in in the bot planets. They are they are absolutely harder than the, what are supposed to be the harder level things because you're just getting fucking swarmed by bots that are shooting at you that's got fucking chain swords that like are shooting rockets at you like that they're literal little chain swords little dudes with chain swords there are yeah. there are literal you know chicken walkers uh you know coming at you uh but you got to get behind them it's it's uh it's gnarly so it's uh 
you know, like the the, you, the weak spots are so small like they, like you got to got to have pinpoint accuracy it's uh the, the, but those, it makes sense yeah, because automatons would be built to be you know mechanically superior not to squishies yeah you know you know doctor nefarious would be proud if he saw them um yeah so we could talk about hell divers all, the all rest fucking, of the episode all fucking day we've already like slowly made the turn to becoming an, a hell divers channel <laughs> it's like all we've been streaming for the past week and a half and we'll probably continue at least for you know i mean it's one of those things like it just gets the i mean starship troopers is a great movie it's the people it's that tone right yeah and dude the memes have just been so good just like they're the word of mouth of the, in the, the community has been so good that like, like, honestly, I have not been giggling as much at like at clips from, you know, things that I like, even like the funny memes that I see non hell divers related that I send, don't get the chuckles out of me. Uh, the, the absolute, like, you know, schoolgirl giggles that, you know, seeing somebody get exploded by their own airstrike, you know, you've got the ick, like a man who's tasted human meat. Mm -hmm. the the yeah no the the unintentional comedy of this game is uh second to none it even it's even better than what from soft's able to do it's it's hilarious yeah i always maintain that that like from soft games are comedy game like particularly elden ring is a comedy game yeah they're they're traditional greek comedies yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh all right um all right, so yeah, yeah that's right. I'm a learned person who knows about Greek comedies. Continuing with <laughs> with the the Sony Pony bit, though, what's going on? What's going on with with Sony earnings? Not not looking great, from what I could tell. They lost like how many billion dollars in stock value? They, so they lost ten ten billion in market cap. Their their stock values dropped by essentially ten percent in two weeks. They lowered um, production. Uh, estimations or yes. final sales for, estimations for, for my financial triggered all this for my financial illiteracy i was like is that a little bit overreacting they're still so, they're yeah. still selling the, the really well overreacts. no but it's it's more it's actually not just the production change which okay. they did reduce they reduced their total budgeted or expected sales by 4 million consoles from 25 million to 21 which um, yeah, if this were a reaction solely to that, I would say it's an overreaction, but what's really driving the market response is their drop in profitability. They went from a margin of 13 to 20% a year ago to a like five to 8% margin. Oof. So despite seeing their highest revenue numbers, they've seen, they're seeing lower net income. That freaks out that's investors. That's also two hundred million dollars on Spider-Man Two. That's two hundred million dollars on right. Absolutely, and that's that's AAA what, game budgets expanding too much. Yes, no, and that's what I think is the is the thing that is interesting from our perspective here. And like you know, we could the financials are whatever. Like the investors are gonna sell the stock for a little bit. It'll drop in price. Maybe it's not gonna go down crazy until they until they see what happens at the next quarter. They see continued profit margin decline it's going to get worse but if they're able to boost those margins which one way of doing that is laying off people um then they will you know at least they, they, they uh, these fears a little bit they had a whatever discussion meeting press conference 
um, where there was some quotes pulled that were then retranslated and fixed, or they like reclarified later, where they had talked about you know they're getting not ha- they're not happy with Bungie. They're they are yeah. They and are it, very, it turns out that they were speaking about everyone. That they were they clarified particularly after the fact. It yeah. was just Bungie. They're very, they're very, uh, they're having some buyer's remorse there, which we talked about like months ago that like, you know, they got, Sony got fucking fleeced. Yes. You know, yeah. Bungie they got, Bungie got the exact the... high point and then Bungie has been just laying eggs consistently. Because, well, and they bought Bungie, th- 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 it was so stupid because they bought it at what was already the visible end of the life cycle of what made Bungie profitable was destiny yeah. 2 we they already when they did the transaction the writing was on the wall that destiny 2 was going to end sooner than later I mean, there, and they didn't have a plan for what comes next there with like they've taken a lot of their you know, you know they've taken a lot of bungie's oversight you know into credit for their games as a service models and it's like how much of that do they actually want to you know uh listen to at this point you know you what know, do you think without... what do you think would have happened if bungie got their paws on on it was also a... on hell divers yeah. like they did with the with, like they did with the, the last, last of us. us the last of us it would have just been a fucking destiny shooter you know so they totally would have done like oh this thing. this is under monetized you yes. know this is, this, <laughs> yes. it's not been... monetized the way destiny is now Honestly, that, that original destiny. There. I think the actual terms wouldn't be under monetized. It would be there's no staying power. Right. That's yeah. what that's what they've said. That's what they said mm-hmm. about the last was one. So yeah, they yeah. they don't have the ability to uh, maintain yeah, player base, maintain this, and keep this going. Because again, this... showing that even even what they were you know bought for, they were not really well, I mean, they, bought they were, they were for... bought as a reaction to the Bethesda purchase. But it's they like were... they're not they're not actually bought for Destiny. Yes, the profits that Destiny was hopefully going to bring in it was was you know hopefully only a plus. But they were brought in for the su- supposed expertise in that live service push, and. And now they're starting to find out that their expertise is uncontrolled ah, budgets and ah, poor management yeah, and improper timelines. But, but so, but even besides the bungee conversation, I think the profit margin thing's interesting because this is now something we've, that's been reported on for over a year, which is these expanding budgets of these games and exploding I, budgets. I just is, don't, is, I think more appropriate. What is that? What does that mean for gaming? Like for I mean, me, there's that gonna freaks be an me out. Burst. It's a bubble. It's a, it's a bubble, right? You know, it's, it's that's going to that's going to burst at some point, and meaning that we're going to at some point have a uh, a dearth of so-called triple A productions. Um, I mean, Skull and Bones would be an indication of that. I think it that's could be, what I, I think. think it, I, think I think it could we're be going an inflection that. If it wasn't a third party, if it wasn't a, yeah. a, a, a still a third party publisher. That that, hap- that that happened to i think that yeah it would be a it, skull and bones would have served more as an inflection point than it's still just kind of a warning sign um but i, I mean think, they're not the I, only one who lowered or lost some market cap uh, nintendo also lost some uh around the same time because they the uh, speculation and or push of the switch Two from a, a holiday 2024 launch to what will end up most likely being March 2025. So uh, just based on fiscal year nonsense. Tell me if this, if, if this makes sense to you guys, it's like, this is like the future that I, that I see that has some upside, but still actually a lot of downside largely for the, the employees at these first party development studios. Um, 
consume i think you know consumers of video games will be fine we will have games to play i don't think that will be the issue i think we the upside yeah, I got is, like 500 games in my backlog I got yeah games not only years. not only backlog but we'll still be seeing new good games we'll be seeing more and more quote-unquote indie games more it's more like double a is going to take over this kind of space that they are and it's going to be from from third party. Well, what you're seeing a lot of third party the, studios and the, la- the layoff castaways forming their but own that's, studios. That's that's the bad side, right? Is so it's like we're going to see we're going to see uh, the bursting of this this AAA bubble where you know we're basically already at the point of no return where AAA game development is unsustainable. That phrase has been thrown out a lot. That just I mean, it, it was also built there's up on no, a COVID bubble, but there's no way that these games can will be able to turn a profit like fucking spider-man which you talked about earlier in the episode matt a a from any normal metric a hugely successful game in terms of copies sold makes no fucking money insomniac has made fucking no money for for their games because they cost that's not true they made a shitload of money off of spider-man one yes and and that's because spider-man's one Spider-Man one's budget was low. And then since, since then they have made basically no money. They have broken even, but they have made fucking no money. And they're just going to get to the point where it's becomes impossible for these games to, to do anything but lose money. When you're riding the razor's edge, any one kick in a direction is enough to lose people jobs. Yeah. So, so that this type of development will, cease at some point the immediate effect of that will be people are losing their jobs these studios are going to people are going to lose their jobs i think what the biggest thing is going to create more third-party studios emerge from that and are creating smaller more controlled more focused projects yeah but there's there's a, a negative kick to that which is big companies swooping in and using their spending power to buy into something that they haven't had a, a division in and being able to pick up cheap labor force like a you know a disney oh you think oh okay being, yeah. being able you, to swoop in and be like hey look you know we've got a gaming division now and you know look at you can come you know work in florida it's great our infrastructure works most of the time yeah, I do think that's probably a part of it too. Is that you're going to get something like Amazon and Netflix and Disney are going to be yeah. com- going coming coming in, in are going to coming in and become like the new, you know, big developers. Still technically third party at that point, but like, um, yeah, there's also Korean Disney's like are starting to get really more, uh, or Korean companies are starting to really um, get interested in gaming. Like Samsung has uh, been eyeing the gaming sphere for a couple of years now trying to find their way in and disney said as much that they want to you know leverage their ip uh and they just bought a 1.5 billion with a b yes 1.5 right? billion uh stake in epic was it in epic yeah. yeah it's in epic but like it's exclusively for a partnership in fortnite so right it's for it's yeah, for bringing it's that... for bringing disney to forklift but that's yeah, just, because you know, you know Fortnite has just become a means of putting pop culture characters into children's minds. Mm-hmm. Disney Vault is now in Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, oh my god! 
Disney Plus is no more. Subscribe to Fortnite to be able to watch all of your Disney content. <laughs> yeah, you got you got to go to the Disney Island to uh, you know to see all your shit. Dude, but that I that whole little phrase, Saint Jane's. I was, nah, I, I was Saint just gonna say, I was gonna say the whole the whole idea with Disney Island uh, is making me feel very bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't like, uh-huh. don't like. Um. Uh. Yeah. So it's uh. Yeah. Sony's uh, looking a little, little, uh, a little iffy right now. They've got yeah. some. They do. I think you know coming out. They've got, you know, or here's here's another bit that was that was big for them that uh, you know, I was coming out right around that that whole news with the dip is that like there are no major I there are no major IPs uh coming out until like 2025 IP. Right. So Existing. it's like so they're doing new stuff as well as, you know, it's they're relying on on the major kind of third party IPs. Like we've got Final uh, Fantasy. Final Fantasy Rebirth coming out. Um, you Stellar, know, Blade. St- Stellar Blade is probably Rise of the Ronin. The next, you know, the next bigger ones that they're that they're still going to see some some profit there because they. Have... I mean, I read well, that, that purely uh, as stop asking us about Ghost of Tsushima too. You absolute weeaboos. Yeah, that was the only one that was really kind of in question there. It's like, and it's basically the only one that was determined yeah it's not happening sad i was sad about that i still need but, to play I mean, the first one it just gives it's... me more time to play the first one that's one mike yeah. you should add to your list by the way yeah that's which one ronin or Tsushima? you'll like that a lot that's very much a mike game um, it's in that it's it's assassin's the... creed but better much better yeah. samurai samurai assassin's creed yeah Ugh. it's uh it's it, you can get that as part of the the ps plus yeah it's in the catalog but um yeah this this sony story i don't know man it freaks me out i think i think there's a lot riding on what happens over this next year for them financially and what that means for how they develop games going forward i i think we could see for me like the 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 scary thing is i think we could see a a big reduction in new like high level ip gaming like if it's a triple a type of game it's just gonna be razor's edge on profit margin you can't take risks right exactly because risks could lose people a lot of jobs and money it's just gonna be like either retreads or something that they can make cheap like that's a live game and and just monetize cheaply i mean they've already that's what freaks me out they're on what two now of their original quote-unquote 12 live service games with yeah but Hell they Divers rolled that back to Stars. like six didn't they? yeah no i was just Five. saying the original the original slate was supposed to be 12 i don't think the, i don't think the other six were canceled they just were like you know indefinitely pushed out yeah timelines indefinitely moved i mean i haven't heard jack shit about foam stars other than people saying uh whenever it gets brought up that they're enjoying their time in it similar to how splatoon always gets mentioned interesting so yeah, the the only, last thing I saw was what I sent last night was just like that like it's there's probably a similar divide that you see almost on any piece of media, right? Is that like fans are pro like you know fans and players and consumers are probably enjoying it well enough, but then you know it's you know critically not received well. Um, that's you know kind of par for the course for any media at this point in time. Um, 
which I've I mean, I feel like media companies have also built this uh, kind of cult like uh, facade ability. And I'm this is me getting uh, like self referential for a second, where it's like they know that's like, oh, if we just play release something, it's like our fans will love it. And if you don't like review it well, they'll just say that you're not uh, not a real f- a fan or like not a good enough player. Like you don't get it. But like they'll. Like I mean, Square I've, has a lot of those. I am before. one of those. I have, I have equal disdain for the uh, for for the critics and for. Uh, I hate players the, and the, critics the, equally. The average player base, yeah, the the masses. I I really kind of dislike them all. Uh, I am superior I mean, all, to all. All of you them. ever have to do is go to <laughs> like a general game subreddit and just read the comments there, and it's just like there's drivel. There, there were people defending the skull and bones like under a oh. million players total where they were like that's more that's players than you thought it would have been admit it it's like <laughs> oh boy <laughs> you got me you got that's the so human sick. brain is incredible what that's it will so uh rationalize like, bo- boy eight hundred thousand with free trial players included is definitely the number that ubisoft wanted after 11 years of development <laughs> Dude, if you guys want to watch, government right now is trying to find ways to like impound their facility and steal all. Uh, dude, go. Uh, Game Ranks just put out like a a good video on like you know what went wrong with with Skull and Bones, and dude, it's it's dire, it's bleak. Like, I mean, just... I I think I said it on stream maybe where it's like the thing that Ubisoft usually does is they're a soulless copy of someone else's good game. But this is a soulless <laughs> copy of their own game, and it makes no fucking sense that they can't even capture that feeling. The worst part like, of have they me... lost the ability to even look back at Black Flag and be like, oh, we don't even know what the essence of this game was. Well, definitely the worst part of this to me this to me is like what I've been reading about. Um, and they talk about it in that video, is like how you know, basically it's it's uh you know the large part of you know the Singapore studio are are you know local yes. local singapore devs but then the management are basically all french assholes who like were just completely uh uh completely deaf to any uh concerns what are the historical or criticisms uh, relations from... between france and singapore yeah uh something tells me not good um rot let's say and, and uh, i mean the french in anyone really it's like does it's the the Simpsons meme with the Scottish people. It's like the French hate the the English and the French hate the you know Spanish and you know, there's the no, French especially hate the French. And I say there's no more people. There's no people that they hate more than the French themselves. Um, but like it's uh, you know it's really bad. Like how like and you feel bad for these employees because like the management was so shitty that like th- things were 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 so so fundamentally mismanaged that they would be like churning out like assets for months at a time then for the game to be completely redone and having to pause for for like two engine upgrades because it went from like a ps4 game to ps4 pro then ps5 uh yeah and using engines that were out of date to still end up looking like a ps4 game and like yeah having to like do, throw out all this work that they had done to then do it all again and have this repeat I like the picture and then that the studio none of these itself. none of these managers thought that anything bad was going on they were still like no we're you know 
we know what we're doing. We made Black Flag. This, there's no way this can be bad. Your concerns are unfounded. You, 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 uh, Ubisoft Singapore are just are just a little support studio. You know, we're you know we're being you know the you know the beneficent overlords by giving you more responsibility. Don't you know? Don't squander it. And I like to assume that so the condescending. studio itself, the 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 work environment was like the uh, sunny episode where they make the uh, the dresses with the uh, the sweatshop and the steam whistle <laughs> and the the german propaganda playing over the speakers oh no dude that game is just hey man you sent us the clip of the boarding and i've never seen a more accurate and lifelike depiction of pirate boarding yeah of being a pirate being the a boarding pirate. yeah the boarding is what broke my brain like i i just can't i they should be sued for like, spending even releasing that, that game it should have been like, like not, a, this is a not Warner saying, Brothers. Just one, do it for one of my purposes. one of my friends, one yeah. of my friends from my D and D group, uh, is playing. I was like texting the group, like anybody playing Helldivers? It fucking rocks. And then one of them responds with, "I'm putting no, I'm playing Skull and Bones." And so I just replied with the skull emoji. Just, <laughs> just I mean, a re- a real friend would have sent a a nine one one or a SWAT yeah. team because it's clearly <laughs> a call for help. Yeah. Oh, do a wellness check, check please. Yeah, yeah. Please. yeah, wellness. Uh, it's uh, and so at our latest session, we were talking about it though, and even he was like, "Yeah, it's not very good. <laughs> like, it's there's a there's a lot of, there's a lot of things wrong with it." Um, and I'm like, "Yo, just jump on Helldivers. It's forty bucks. It's crossplay. We can we can all die for liberty and democracy together." And it's just like, it feels so bad. Like, why would you spend seventy dollars on that shit? um i mean the funny part is like this isn't even me shilling for sea of thieves it's just not my type of game mm. but like sea of thieves does better that it's better Ooh, live a, service th- thank you esque game thank you matt that's a that's also that was a, good, a great transition a, a good transition know, to you. we're continuing with the console warrior discourse this <laughs> month again the the other you know major I mean, Shit we can just fully, with... uh, we don't need the Xbox anymore in our console <laughs> shields. We, we've, we've dropped our final uh, Xbox shielder. The, uh, yeah, so this was like the beginning of the month, like the, dude, dude, uh, breaking uh, a, Xbox a, another, is dead. Let's say another, another Xbox creator has hit the towers, you know, like <laughs> another Xbox content creator is, is giving up. Jez Corden has burned their Xbox console. HQ right now with a vest. A- Xbox uh-huh. has lost Tim Dog, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, whoever the fuck those people are, I have no idea, but like I, to see those like people trending uh online was was always all funny of them but... weirdly thumb looking they all look like thumbs uh it's oddly so yeah so there's a whole layer of this discourse that you know <clears throat> i won't even paint the full picture but like there was just you know rumors and rumors circulating no communication from microsoft but just, I still you know, think start... Microsoft's communication on this was the thing oh, that made still, it worst, and still bad. Even Absolutely. even and the, I wonder if it was just intentionally update. bad to make people talk about them. Be like, teehee, they're talking about us. But dude, even even the the update that they're they burning did, their Xboxes because we're cute still didn't actually you know answer everything or shut the door on things. Oh no, uh, they were completely. very ambiguous with their wording. Like the, like the the whole bit about like oh, oh yeah, Starfield and. Uh, Indiana Jones. In Indiana Jones, 
aren't aren't one of they they didn't say that they're not coming to PlayStation ever. They basically they're said they're not, not now. They're not one of the four that were that yeah. we're announcing now. Um so yeah. I was actually going to commend the the choice of the four just because like if you're going to be sending games to uh, cross console like it should be the smaller titles that do need to do everything they can to reach as many people. Like so, I don't necessarily care if Halo goes to PlayStation Five. I don't give a shit if Halo is on PlayStation Five. But if it, but if it like does, Rush, if, that's if it cool does, because that's a small game that more people should get their hands on. But also, it's it like does, it's, it's Jover. It, but it's but yeah. But also, yeah. If Halo goes to, to PS Five, it's like <laughs> yeah, Xbox shouldn't exist at that point. There's 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 no reason for it to exist. Do you know uh, how many men will be looking up like where they can find some bleach or a gun? Like so many young men in America gone, lost that day. Uh it's it's bad, folks. Uh the it started with, you know, you know, a drip of slow drip free feed of this game is going is, is going if I rush intimate grounded. I say those are the four that actually are going, but then they're like, but then they're like talking like, yeah, it's fucking Gears of War, is fucking Halo, is Starfield, um, you know, are all these is Hellblade going to you know all these ones that like everyone's. You I know, actually would expect Hellblade to be announced as a PS5 yeah, not that, game. Not that that's a huge game, launch. but that's one. That's one that uh, you know. You know, it was already Xbox. on PS5, uh, PS4 before with Hellblade. But it's 1. like X, the the you know the Xbots are all, uh, you know the, that's that's the only one that they're like you know it's it's one of these only games that they're holding out for right. It's like the, when they're looking at the Slater releases, it's like yeah, we're you know uh, Hellblade Two is going to be a you know a God of War killer type thing. You know our our yeah, seven, our seven hour our seven hour linear narrative experience yeah is gonna be comparable to that not saying that it won't be a good game and it won't it's it's i'm very interested no, it's, in a, it's more that of a based on their tech expectations check yeah no it's really weird but um yeah so they're basically saying that every fucking game you know, like yeah because they were even saying halo like the master chief collection yeah they were saying was was potentially going to playstation and you know, imagine like, walking into like a, a uh, I was gonna say Best Buy, but I was like, "Oh man, I can't say that because in the future, Best Buy not might not be selling fucking games because they're weird." When Imagine I went, walking when, into your local Walmart and seeing the fucking PlayStation Five Halo copy sitting on I, the shelf. When I went back to Best Buy the other day, they actually had more. They had they had re-upped their their stock. They had more. Okay, so more it's it's no there. longer Jover. No, I mean it's still not great, but it's still, uh, yeah, it's close to being Jover. It's still relatively bleak. Um, I was able to finally pick up a PS5 copy of Last of Us Part Two. Um, who knows when I'll get when I'll get around to playing that? No idea. Um, but yeah, so like, there's all these rumors, like based on data mine and data mining and stuff. That yeah, these this game is coming, this one's coming, leaks here, you know, all of that. Speculation. If I rush to Switch, just kidding, it's not coming to Switch. Ooh, Switch Two, and it's just uh, you know. The Xbox community was just fucking melting down, Balding. and and we we talked about it on a stream once, and we had some good some good discussion there, and you know we joke, we jest, we kid here, but uh, it's it's interesting. What do you guys make of like you know the exclusive strategy? Right? Are are you in a kind of vacuum? Are you 
for or against exclusive exclusivity as a strategy and then also you know thinking of it in its proper context you know can xbox exist without it you know whether or not it should exclusivity should be a thing can xbox as a brand exist without it were these were were these people these fans i'm doing significant quotes there because these people are you know more than fans you know phil spencer is their dad um Papa. so the, the phil spencer and uh, phil spencer infatuation is uh, you know, for them to be, feel so betrayed to me. betrayed by their papa is like you know it, this was deep this was deep emotional trauma for them. Um, but so <clears> we've <throat> talked we uh, we've talked about it. the the major point that I made on that stream was like, and this is this is you know not talking about should exclusivity be a thing or not, no matter the platform. But like, you can see why. Uh, those people who bought like a series x or something to see feel betrayed and to see their to see these games going say to playstation and if if playstation is maintaining their exclusivity it's like yeah you made the wrong fucking choice not everybody can afford to buy one console let alone two and now they're like yeah i made the wrong fucking choice i should have just bought a playstation with my limited resources and uh, I could play every game, right? You know, uh, whereas Xbox, now I, I don't have access to all of Sony's library. I am stuck on this thing that the company that I, uh, you know, have chosen to be part of their ecosystem does not care, does not support, is not uh, optimizing the experience for for this platform that I've chosen. Um, it's supposed to be, the, you know, the strongest console out there. Yeah, I mean they've they've marketed that for two generations now and have lost market share on both, and and there have been plenty there have been plenty of games that like uh, that have been kind of third party that you know just play better that on run PlayStation. just as, just as good on PlayStation Five or sometimes better, which is the funny one. Yeah, uh, I mean um, it's not it's not universal there, but yeah. What do you guys think about? I don't think Xbox as a brand is going to go away. Uh, well, I mean, it'll always be there as something Microsoft owned, you know, maybe the Xbox name will get changed in 10 years and they'll pick a new uh, trendy name. Well, yeah, well, because a part of but the discussion like, was was changing it from Xbox Game Pass to Microsoft Game Pass. Yeah, but they're getting rid of the Xbox brand name. Like, seems I, they're going to me. They're going to persist as a subscription service. I think their end goal always will be just to be a purveyor of titles, a licensee, mm -hmm. someone who just gives you access. Because yeah. um, that's where the money is. And like whether or not that becomes a fucking streaming stick that you plug into a TV, maybe, you know, a slightly juiced up like an NVIDIA Shield box, you know, that can maybe, you know, handle some 4K streaming aspects. You know, because, you know, Microsoft loves that fucking multimedia functionality. They pioneered that shit, which almost sank them. Um, but the other aspect is they're always going to have the slightly captive fan base that they built in the Xbox One generation. The people who built their digital library in the Xbox ecosystem who now, you know, are the... the, the opposite version of me who where I have all of my games on PlayStation and Nintendo you know, have all of their shit on Xbox, you know, how do you just walk away from your curated 200 games that you've purchased and have access to, 
know, they'll always have that captive audience until they find a way to, you know, tell them that their purchase doesn't matter anymore. And that yeah, they don't uh, care. They, they don't care about them. They've got their money already. I think... No fucks given. Because they've opened up xCloud to purchase games now. That was the one of their big recent updates was changing xCloud off of just Game Pass to including their purchased catalog. Interesting. And I think I think exclusivity with what Microsoft seems to be going towards, you know, it's obvious they don't want to compete on console anymore. That's not that's not a that's not in their future plans that they don't Microsoft have... has hated hardware in every market that they've entered. Right, exactly. And that's why something we've talked about previously of like Xbox becoming an operating system and third-party manufacturers on... making the boxes. Yes. I think that is a very I think there's a there's a there's at least some likelihood that's where this goes for the Xbox brand and then exclusivity doesn't matter like i don't see why they'd want to be keep their exclusivity because just sell sell it to as many people as possible maybe it will be exclusive to the xbox os um i guess that still works as a model in that situation i mean at that point if you're doing third-party hardware purveyors there's nothing theoretically stopping them from setting it up on uh, like an xbox operating system that can dual boot with like sony or something like that because dual booting has always been you know the you know the hardware enthusiast dream you know i've got windows and apple on a device that runs both like shit (laughs) yeah so but i don't think um so i think that's probably where i would guess microsoft somewhat goes and whether they keep it exclusive or not i i don't i don't think honestly it just seems like like, the pressure that they're trying to put they're trying to put the pressure on everyone else to move their exclusives everywhere so that the playing field becomes even yes because right now they've learned that the playing field has become so unbalanced that the only way they can win is by changing changing what the playing field is but do you think do you think uh sony uh, i think sony will will end up being forced to play I think they've already been forced to play by putting their games on PC. I think the push to PC has been because of Microsoft's uh, push to integrate between PC and console and make them a more. Oh, if Microsoft buys everything else, you know, they kind of, yeah. Yeah. They kind of are compelled a little bit to. The the interesting one will be Nintendo. Because I've always felt that Nintendo Nintendo would much rather fucking go down choking their IP with them than to ever yeah. give them up or try to give them to somebody else. They don't care. They'll they're go the back most, to being the an actual trading card company. They're the most secure in their position. The most cash-rich uh, cash company in Japan. Literally. like The thing about Nintendo is Japan as a country would have to cease to exist for Nintendo to go out of business. Like It's just it's not they, they are a tentpole of the Japanese economy. Right. Like we said, like when there was the whole the whole rumor months ago about like, oh, is Microsoft going to try to buy Nintendo next? They're like, no, no, Japan, you know, the Japan government would never let that happen. There's no fucking way. Beyond the fact that the last time that happened years ago, Nintendo laughed them out of the boardroom. 
yeah, so like there was all this speculation, all this shit was going on uh, about you know what the fuck was happening with Xbox. They finally give this fucking podcast, and it's putting it wasn't even a podcast; in, in it was quotes. just like a weird informal fucking YouTube video. Yeah, well, like, apparently, I guess you could listen to it in podcast form. Calling it a podcast was very weird. Yeah, but if you have YouTube Premium, you could listen to any YouTube video as a podcast. Then, <laughs> yeah, it's very weird. Um, but yeah, so they they eventually, you know, they had this they had this uh, this discussion here where they had they had uh, all like the Xbox heads. They had Phil Spencer, had, yeah. Sarah Bond, and Matt Booty. Sarah Bond and Matt Booty being there felt like the the adults had to be in the room. And it felt like the the parents were making the kid apologize. Yeah, basically though they just said, "Yeah, we're testing the waters. Four games are coming to other consoles." They didn't announce what they were, but everybody basically was able to deduce that it's Hi-Fi Rush, Pentiment, Sea of Thieves, and Grounded. Um they confirmed Game Pass is not going to other consoles. Activision Blizzard games starting with Diablo 4 are coming to Game Pass. Uh, first party studios are still going to be day and date on Game Pass. That was a big one that people were worried about. Because again, it's like if they if they stopped that, it's like that was to me, that was the biggest thing. Like if that got confirmed, it was truly Jover because you know, Game Pass is their is their lifeline right now. That's the only thing that they've got going for them, and can or justifying their whole business strategy around. So, to again be for those for the Xbox fans, it's like, what's the fucking point then of of subscribing to Game Pass? Right, that's the value proposition. Yes. Yeah, because if you're making me wait now, I'm being a patient gamer, and I might as well just buy it on sale. And I'm- always own it, and always own it, so that way when when they decide to take it off game pass well that was some of the funny parts is some of those uh some of those xbox games they're bringing over and i think all of them were digital only when they were on xbox hi-fi rush pentiment uh i don't know grounded is the only one i'm curious on but i don't see if thieves i don't think that was physical i don't think that was physical that was so that's that's another like group uh survival game you know that's yeah that so that's multi- those that's, are four those non-physical are, games the that, as they're bringing over to the other consoles are getting third-party physical releases but they're only going through the fucking limited run shit which is yeah, bullshit which is the third-party limited release o- over overpriced fucking overpriced shit. uh false scarcity yeah and so like so Wait, they charge is, more than than yes, the game because the cost of the because we're a game? small beans company Who's producing small runs of games for people? Uh, so so we Pen- can Pentiment costs twenty dollars. costs twenty dollars normally. Yep. Um, limited run. This this is the first one that they're doing. Limited run is going to be thirty five dollars, and it doesn't Ugh. come out. And it doesn't come out until August. Whereas Ugh. whereas you could get it digitally like next month. That's crazy. So, I didn't realize that. And like, I'm like, I'm like, kind I, I, of. Like, I was being a little facetious. Uh, I, I understand it when you have to do quote unquote in the name limited production runs. Um, you do incur a lot of cost on your production line because you have to do so many changeovers constantly for new new cycles, and there's all the downtime and the different maintenance costs. 
It's like, I get it. I get it. Trust me. No one understands more than I, the pains of when you set up a beautiful industrial line and someone says, change what it makes every fucking two weeks, you asshole. But it still sucks as a consumer. And I'd much rather just get the, the full cost game released as it's supposed to be. So I'm probably not going to get Pentiment for that re- for all those reasons. Hi-Fi I Rush. I own it on Steam. Um, Hi-Fi Rush is the one that I might do because I don't own I don't own that one. I played it on Game when I had Game Pass. I played both of those on Game Pass when I had it. I bought Pentiment when it was on sale on Steam just because I want to support Obsidian. I want them to make more games like that um, and not fucking whatever. Said you're going to get more is, Whatever Vowed is going to be. Jesus um look at previous episodes for my thoughts and takes on what what the fuck that's gonna be um game of the year contender right there (laughs) you know um all right so with the last bit of time that we've got remaining today we're gonna talk (laughs) about the real game of the year contender (laughs) i've seen so many people on ironically saying that like because i think there's the people they chose the xenoblade 3 DLC as like their game of the year for last year. That's like going to be two years in a row where I where I picked DLCs as my game of the year. I mean, unironically, as the the first true from from software pilled head in this uh this group, uh-huh. um, their DLC always outshines the base game, and it's just something I can't I can't tell any of you how to expect or what to expect going in, but just it's gonna be harder it's going to be better there's going to be more shit dude there was fucking kung fu going on in that trailer yeah yeah there, there was that was fucking senpo arts right there yeah 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 um that did get me excited so here here's my here's my thing that i want to i want to get out there because i want i want to i want to our because matt is all of our from south dad here you know he's the one who got us all into these games uh-huh. um I remember uh, going to your your house in like 2019 when you were starting to build up about D and D, and my connection to your D and D discussion was just how much of it related to Dark Souls. Yeah, because it was inspired. Lots of it was inspired by it. Um, but uh, um, so here's the thing: it, I, I this is largely a, a me problem, and I'm pissed at myself. I'm pissed at last year Ben who played who played Elden Ring and stupidly hit yes on starting um new game plus um i'm fucked i'm fucked like to in order to get to play the dlc i'm gonna have to do another full playthrough in some capacity whether it's starting a new character or doing the dlc in new game plus scaling and have to do a you know just it would take me less time to get there doing new game plus but will be a harder time to play the DLC in New Game Plus because New Game Plus, I've got all of my things. I'm I'm at a, a higher level. I've got all the weapons that I'm comfortable with and all that shit. And I can just do a boss rush to... Because basically, in order to access the DLC, you have to have beaten Radon and, uh, and Moog yeah. <clears throat> um, in order to do that. So it's like I could just do a boss rush to beat Radon do Vars quest line, get get to Mogwin Palace, beat Moog, and then I, and and I'm good and can just go from there. Um yeah, realistically those are the only two things you'd have to do too, because you can skip uh Stormvale. 
I would probably not though, just because it's been a while. I do. I would use that opportunity. And because Stormville is just fun, and I would just do it to get my, you know, get the get everything back back in the swing. I think um, my favorite part about rerunning Stormvale is first playthrough, go around the outside because you don't trust uh you, you don't try I don't remember his name. You don't trust the merchant who tells you uh about the gate. Mm-hmm. And on reruns, you just run through that gate and dodge the crossbow bolts and you're at uh you're in the boss fight in like under three minutes. Yeah. It's yeah, like such a that. straightforward run from there. I was like, wow, I can't believe I ever adventured around the entirety of Stormville Castle when I could just be a man and run through here. <laughs> uh so yeah, my my point to to Mike and Andrew is do not start New Game Plus. Don't do I'm it. now Come terrified on. that I may have. I don't, don't know do if it. I did or did don't. I know I did not. You didn't you beat, didn't it, beat it, it yet. You didn't you beat it. it yet. Yeah. So you're but good. you're fine. You've beaten Moog, right? So Yeah. So you can you can go. Like you'll you'll be you able see, to see I have I have two files, so I have a file that's progressed and a file that's stuck uh, before New Game Plus. So I'm well, good. so you did so you played on PC. So how does the saving work on PC? Can you there are there save files or did you just like manually back something up? Manually back work? something up on an external hard drive. And there are save files. You could get them. You PC then when, race for real, like when when, when time needed, I just flip them out. Like so, Matt was like telling me like, yeah, you don't want your first experience with uh, you don't want your first experience with New Game Plus to to or your first experience with what's it called the, with from the software DLC, DLC to be, to be new, game new Game Plus. And it's like, uh, but I really don't want to spend seventy more hours just to be I able. I mean, it won't be seventy hours. It won't. Just it won't. It'll. I mean, it'll be. It'll a probably decent... be closer to forty. Yeah, but I don't want to spend forty hours just to be able to play the DLC. Right. I don't want to do that. As much as I love the game, I am not a game replayer. Never have been. Never will be. Oh my! I'm so I'm so scared that I did this. I'm so scared that I fucking did this. Oh no! I don't think you did. I'm pretty sure you didn't. Well, I don't think I did either. I'm pretty but... sure you would have had to deliberately do it. If I, I did it, if I did it, I'm not playing the DLC. <laughs> like, that's like where I'm at. I'm just like, do I, how do I feel? Because it's like right now, June is basically, em- More for is, me. Basi- is basically empty. So it's like, yes, I, but it's what pisses me off is like, I could be, that could be backlog time. I've been, been trying to like tackle my backlog. And it's just like, I don't need to be going in playing a game that i so already the, beat the base people know that their backlog uh is for when the ends the end times the end. <laughs> <laughs> you, you gotta get like the setup like you know a hamster wheel going so that like you're generating your own power and can play games forever <laughs> get, in the best, a, get in the best shape a, of your life and and play video games box. all day yeah 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 it's like downloading elden ring steps. right now to, to figure this out yeah, I, you I played popped, on PC. I no, you just no. got rid of it. Oh, I uh, I I popped the disc in yesterday and tried to see if I had a, if like the cloud the last cloud save was maybe from like just before I I did it, but no, I I popped up back in the chapel. I went and I beat that first the first boss. The side. Uh, uh, I went and beat him and and then died off the cliff. Um, 
which is great. I don't you don't lose your runes there. You don't lose no. your runes when it when it kills I mean, you. you there. Realistically speaking, you can't get back there for a very long time. So it was it was cool. So you I, have to I, go to Eric Adams' backyard, and then <laughs> yeah. So I, what I need to go do though now, it, like if I'm doing that, either way is because I've got like. However, whatever runes you get from killing Elden Beast, I've still got just chilling there. I got to just, yeah, I just got to not die and go find uh, Melina and be able to level level up to spend all those. And then I'll decide what I'm doing. Because if I That's die, I lose either. those. All you have to do, I got to go to the get gate front. Sentinel, yeah. And then head to, head to the, uh, the ruins. Ruins. Well, isn't she, she's at gate front, right? Yes, Gatefront Ruins. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. You I don't know run. the whole map by the exact uh, geographical. Geography. Yeah, I don't. I don't know all the. Uh, yeah, all, all the landmarks, but like, oh man, I'm just like, I'm so pissed at myself that I did that, um, and I'm, but also pissed at them that that's how you access it. Like, it's totally I mean, from I'm... software style, right? I get it, but like. It's just be like I mean, you, you know. Want, let me just jump. Access, let me just jump right in. Let me let me just jump right in. You access the DLC in Dark Souls One. Something crazy. Yeah, let's go. Here, we'll start you through how you do it. Uh, first, you go to Darkroot Basin. You skip all the blue crystal golems, or you can kill them if you want. Uh, you then kill the Hydra, who only comes and attacks you with his heads coming across the lake uh, in very specific windows. Uh, you then reload your uh, reload. Quit reload reset the area, run over, you'll find a, uh, a gold golem. You kill the gold golem. You're now free Dusk. You then go talk to Dusk. Dusk talks about Ulysseel. You then leave because Ulysseel makes no sense to you. Like, what the fuck is Ulysseel? Okay, you go to the Duke's archives. You're like, I'm going to go read a book about Ulysseel. Uh, there's another golem in there. You kill the golem, you get a pendant. You're like, whoa, pendant, cool. You go back to where the gold golem was wearing the pendant, and now there's a portal, and you touch the portal, and now you're in the DLC. Oh wow! Jesus Christ! Yeah, I own Dark Souls One Remastered now. I'm gonna, that comes with all the DLC and shit. Not, not gonna yeah. touch that. N not gonna do that. <laughs> I think my favorite thing is like even I can say this is like I only know that because like I've watched it done and like I've read the the walkthrough for it. I want to know the person who found that who on figured it out. Who figured yeah. out? Yeah. Who figured out every single step and what it was meant to do. That's wild. Because I added some narration there. It's like, Ulysseel, I'm going to go read a book in the archives. No, you're, you're not told to do that. You just go to the archives and boom, there's a golem there you have to kill all of a sudden. You could have gone to the archives before and never seen this golem. See, here, here's the thing. It's like with the time that I that I may have spent replaying Elden Ring. I could, podcast I, ran. I forgot I could, recording. I could <laughs> be playing. I could be playing Dark Souls 1 instead for the first time, you know? Again, tackling something on the backlog. Or Dark that's, Souls 2, everyone's favorite Dark everyone's Souls game. Everyone's favorite game, yeah. Like, that's my problem, right? It's like... So I do I play Bloodborne. Th there, there were people doing improper I do want to play Bloodborne, but I also interview. don't want to play 30 frames per second on the spoiled little piss baby. There, there was some uh, people doing some, imp like, a bad lip reading of the, the Miyazaki interview where he was talking about the Bloodborne remake possibilities. Where they she... replace Bloodborne with Dark Souls 2. <laughs> you know, my guy has not has not ruled out any of these things like Bloodborne no, he, remaster, he, remake. He basically as well confirmed as, what as well I thought, which is they're going to skip a generation. 
uh, just like they did with Demon Souls and wait for the six. And that's going to be the PS6 launch six, title. Six launch title? Remake. Oh boy. Oh boy. Hell yeah. Sweet. I mean, I am excited for this if as long as I didn't start New Game Plus. Uh, this looks fucking awesome. So yeah, has anybody watched the full 40-minute Vati Vidya? No, oh, I haven't breakdown? yet. I've watched, okay. like, I've watched like a third of it. I haven't gotten through the whole thing yet. How, I mean, I'm it... just super excited. We have a date. We know a time. The scale, like, it's $40 DLC, which means that this it's is... basically like, a sequel. As people have said, um, or like the speculation, or I don't remember if it was ever fully confirmed, this is two DLCs combined into one. Mm. This is two DLC scopes because they're they they are a twenty dollar DLC company. It's what they are built on. It's like the uh, the Gabagool. Um, yeah. So Matt, do you think you'll you'll go through it on the your saved character from before yep. New Game Plus? Yep. I'm so mad. I'm I'm so angry. Um, it's it's. I, I mean, I, it's partially it's... my fault as a papa. I should have known better and warned you guys. To not to not go into New Game Plus. Yeah. To, to not immediately trigger New Game Plus. I didn't when I did Sekiro, but there's no fucking DLC for that. So. <laughs> well, not entirely true. Uh, there was free DLC that was released. Um, it's a, oh, is a that box like rush the, mode. Oh, that, so. yeah, yeah, which just automatically unlocks. That that yeah. is that the inner is that the inner yep. thing or is that when you that, that's where the actual hardest boss fight in the game is inner Ashina. In animation, yeah. yeah uh um, I, I don't i'm i'm i've got such a mix of emotions here i don't know <laughs> is it still downloading andrew i want to know yeah, okay. it is still downloading we'll have we'll have to find out off pod you you guys um, know my hourly rate you can uh you can rent me out to <laughs> run your characters back to dlc like for real that 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 may be uh <laughs> because if if Matt didn't have to do it, you know he'd have no problem. This is Matt loves to do these type of things. Like loves to. Yeah, I would games. just I would just start a new run with a new character and go for a new build. I mean, so here's the thing: I had to respect. So my my whole character is a new build already. Um, yeah. I do think if I'm going to do this again, I am just going to do new game plus and just deal with the consequences of my actions. I mean, if you if you go new game plus, you have the fucking Elden Beast um, uh, spirit. Or uh, spirit. Yeah, yeah. The you remembrance. Have, it's still. Yeah, you it's have the remembrance, high. and you can get the sword, and the sword is pretty much easy mode for most shit. Yeah, yeah. So, I think that's probably what I'm just going to end up doing because it's it will take the least amount of t- of my time to do it. It'll also way. make you a better gamer, so that when you beat the DLC on New Game Plus, you can be like, "I beat it on New Game Plus," and I'll be like, "Fuck, I got to beat it on New Game Plus 7. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh well we'll i'm Not sure we'll joke. be i'm sure we'll be talking more about about this hell we could do a full reactionaries video uh it'll stream just like watching the vati breakdown oh yeah we made o- only we made... if we also include a two-hour breakdown on the lore of dragons yeah we may <laughs> we, we, we may we may do that that kind of sounds like fun um all right but we are we're over time for today um, yeah, this is one more transmission from super earth make sure you sign out and then log back in and dive for hell fortunately i'm not gonna be able to to spread more managed democracy until later tonight um 
but I will be there. Um, but folks, you can in the meantime, you can support us by following and subscribing at twitch.tv slash campaign comrades. Check out the socials. You know the drill. We will be back next week, I believe. Half-Life. With Matt's episode pick for this year. He has brought us back to the formative ages of PC gaming with Valve's Half-Life. Which I... One of the most next-gen 90s games you'll play. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, I watched some cool. I will videos, not be using huh? the word next gen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am. I played on Steam Deck. That's a next gen console, baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so we will see you all. Yeah. Until then. Bye bye. Bye.